Culture Festival episode. Today we're talking more West Coast festivals, and in order to do so, I had to bring in a very good homie, longtime homie, met him at college, met him in college, Sac State, Stingers Up. Welcome to the podcast, Brandon McGinnis. Thanks for having me, man. Stingers Up, baby. That's right, man. Sac State all day. All day, bro. So I'll give people a little background <coughs> on, uh, on how we met. Um, we met working in the athletic department at Sac State. I was as you're rocking I love it, bro. Sac State rocking the sweater right now. School pride. School always. pride. I rep that I rep that <laughs> shit everywhere. I'm like, yeah, I I went to state. That's you what have I tell to, people. man. Yeah. I'm like, what state? No, I went to state. <laughs> yeah. Like, what you mean? I don't care where you went. <laughs> I went to state, baby. <laughs> yeah, I went to state. <laughs> so um we met, yeah, we were working in the athletic department. I was doing facility setup. You were doing, you were a marketing, right? Yeah, I was a marketing assistant for the marketing director. And basically what I did is coordinated like in-game promotions. Um, I did a lot of like on-campus events trying to promote like athletics, obviously. And then I also did a lot of the music and DJing at most of the major sports games. Okay. Um, so I kind of started there and then I got promoted to doing the promos and kind of being like the game day manager. And then um, I basically just did that for three years. Yeah. So that's yeah. where we And met. then we started, uh, honestly, we the first time we were like, like we talked to each other, it was comparing fantasy football notes. That's exactly sure. what it was. Yeah, that's <laughs> so funny. Working soccer games. That's so funny. <laughs> hey, bro, who'd you draft, bro? Yeah. <laughs> hey, who's your sleeper? Bro? Who's your sleeper? Who's you yeah. <laughs> Late round draft pick. Late round. <laughs> Julian Edelman. In the oh round. my god, <laughs> bro. Do you know what's funny though? I didn't even tell you this before before we started recording, but I have. Uh, Mark has been. On this podcast. And oh, yeah? Yeah, we talked. Young uh, LePage, bro. Young LePage, man. So if anybody, if you have hit that episode and you are still listening and you've hit this episode, um, thank you, first of all. But just know that, uh, yeah, me, Mark, and Brandon were like. Basically all worked together. All worked yeah. together. Kind of like started from day fresh, one. Sophomore year. Sophomore like, year. Beginning. I think it was like freshman year, summer yeah, almost. Yeah. And then beginning Early sophomore on. year. And then it kind of just took off from there. Yeah. And, and lo and behold, they're both like one of my biggest, uh, two of my biggest, I should say, festival goers music lovers yeah. like y'all both that's so funny i didn't even think about that but yeah. no, he for sure is he's yeah he's oh on that's it. crazy he's on it <laughs> he's about that yeah, yeah man so so yeah i guess today i wanted to talk a little bit with you about some of the festivals that you've been to mm -hmm. because and then you can give a little backstory also because now your job has uh, provided you some more yeah opportunities. um but yeah go, go into i guess we could start um with like capitol hill block party and like right tell yeah people what that's about so i mean just a little backstory so i didn't even know what capitol hill block party was until um i actually made another friend from sac state he was a graduating senior when i was a freshman nice. and he moved to seattle with his partner and they you know we were living there so i've been to seattle like numerous times like i go basically maybe twice a year 
And um, one one time we were planning a trip and me and my other friend that I met at Sac State, we were like, oh, like there's this festival going on that weekend. And they're like, if you guys want to go, just like throw in Capitol Hill Block Party. Basically, it was only like 180 bucks, maybe around there for the whole weekend. Two day or two I think it was a two day festival. And um, it might have been three day. I don't know. It feels like so long ago. <laughs> but basically, like they had R.L. Grime. They had Lizzo. Like they had all these great artists. And basically what they did is they closed down. I think like three city blocks in the middle of downtown like seattle like pike's place i think closer closer to that area and um yes bro and then yeah it was it was actually huge i did not expect it to be that big and um it was honestly one of the coolest like experiences festival wise i had because it was a smack dab in the middle of the city and all of the bars and restaurants were still open so like they were closed off obviously to the block of or the three blocks where the festival was closed off to but they had like drink specials and like people were just vibing like people were just out in the streets smoking like nobody cared you know what i mean and it was like one of the coolest things and it was during the day you know what i mean it didn't really like start later in the afternoon or kind of like early morning like um most festivals do like bigger Mm -hmm. festivals um it was more like low-key and i just i don't know i love the entire vibe of it really yo that's clean because i've never i've never been to a festival that's like in the middle right you know like a city like right circle, like of. yeah so like farm to fork festival here in the sacramento it's right. kind of like that right. but all music yeah. you know we celebrate food and stuff here in sacramento for that but like for that it was just music and it, they had a, like i said a bunch of big names yeah. and i did not right. expect i did not snake hips too i forgot how did i forget about snake hips but i could not have expected to have as much fun as i did that weekend and so were you, know. you able to go you were able to go into the bars that were open yeah area? yeah so it was actually so funny so i think on saturday night uh it was either like it was one of the one of the nights lizzo was headlining and like i'm not like obviously i'm not like a huge lizzo fan but like you know i fuck with lizzo yeah, like slaps, yeah honestly you know, she's like she's a little she's walling out right now but <laughs> <laughs> bro she's 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 going a little crazy right now but anyways um i was with a good group and they all wanted to see her perform and she's a huge huge hit up in seattle you know because all of like the lgbt community and like she's like all for equality and i, I just I, I love that so we were in the bar basically just getting drinks and then like we knew or we looked down at our phones and like oh shit like liz is coming up like we gotta get outside and we tried to get outside bro so lit. we tried to get outside and the entire street was blocked like just sea of heads like it was insane like we walked into the bar and like there was still standing room like not really tripping right because it was like three city blocks in seattle was pretty big and um we walked outside like maybe in the bar for like an hour maybe walked outside bro could not move could not move like one of the most packed festivals i've ever been in just because it was so many people came to see her in such like i guess it's a small space considering festivals but um how how many stages were at this there was three Three. there was three in each block there was one in each block my bad there was one in each block okay so um it was actually insane was it all did it span any like parks or was it all just streets that it was all streets all so streets. they literally so what they would do is um they would block off the streets at like the far end whatever the street they wanted to start at they'd put all the stages there and then basically what you would do is have to walk three blocks it looked like a w almost oh, you know what i mean okay. and then they had like a That's side cool. stage for like very 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 small and up-and-coming artists yeah. um but most most of the time everybody was at all one of the three bigger stages yeah. So um, it was kind of crazy. And then so we couldn't move. Right. So what they did is they knew that it was going to be so packed. They actually excuse me. They actually projected her performance on the side of a like stone building. So we were like packed 
it like right outside the bar doors and there was a fence right there with scrim so we couldn't see her like legitimately see her but and then hear, obviously you hear her but we heard her and she's slapping and we had this full like projector screen on the side of a building think of like a five-story building yeah. just completely like just lit up with like lizzo you know what i mean performing and then like through as the performance went on people like started moving and getting like closer and closer you know we just sardine you yeah. know <laughs> people turned into sardines yeah. and then we finally got around the little fence area i'm like i'm talking six feet it took us like an hour just to move six feet oh my god yeah and we finally got around to where we could actually see her and then like it actually opened up a little bit like towards the end because everybody was just packing towards the front um and i was like one of the tallest people there so i wasn't even care i'm only six feet so i was like i wasn't i didn't even care but we were on a curb so i was like overlooking everybody so but it was it was cool man That's cool man. it was cool and then obviously snake hips like everybody loves snake right. hips so you recommend you recommend capital capital hill i would recommend it like but i would recommend seattle in general yeah. also but um for festivals that was probably like as far as affordability and like especially if you're on the west coast right. like a ticket to seattle out of any major city la sf sac even yeah. like portland yeah. san diego like they're probably 150 round trip so it's like 150 round trip if you have a place to stay or like i mean housing There's probably wouldn't be housing yeah housing yeah. probably wouldn't be that expensive cool hotels aren't, aren't going to be that expensive yeah. i mean for for the affordability you can easily spend like a solid four or five hundred dollars and have a great weekend yeah for Capitol Hill block party, and they're only gonna get bigger because they want to actually move out of the city. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw. How many years it's been going on? I don't. I want to say if I were to guess, it's like five or six. Yeah. Like it just started, but it's it's gotten so popular that they cannot fit it in the city anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least from what I've been told and what I've read when the we only, went last year. No, that's crazy because the only other festival that I know of that does a big ass festival in the middle of the city is Ultra down in Miami. Oh, yeah. Because you see, I've seen videos We still got that. an Ultra. I know. We I'd do, be down to that, That's exactly what Mark said, too. Uh, I almost went to the one in Croatia, and I just, oh, I couldn't afford wild. it. I know. I was there, too. <laughs> Complete backstory, but I didn't go. But, yeah. yeah. That would have been crazy. Bro. I would have been by myself. It would have been bad. You would have been by yourself? I was by myself, man. I was backpacking through Croatia. Oh. <laughs> I literally, it was either, like, the last 500 on my credit card to go home, or... <laughs> Go to go to ultra, <laughs> ultra Croatia, man. So it's just yeah, like was it in split or like yeah, I was in split. split. That's where I was. It was crazy. yeah, because I like I finished my backpacking trip in Croatia and it was only like a ten dollar bus ride to get back to Split, and I was like, I don't have anybody there. I don't have housing. I don't have nothing. But everybody I could make this had happen. left by this point that you were traveling with. Yeah, yeah, I was at the end of my travels and I was like, I can make it happen, but. Ah, yeah. I just didn't. I couldn't pull the trigger. That would have been a tough. We can, well, bro. We we need to make it happen though. Yeah. I really, I've always wanted to go to Ultra, especially mm -hmm. the one in Miami, even more so than like EDC. Because, oh yeah. Because I yeah. mean, like, you like it's kind of same style of music. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. I'm sure EDC is insane and it's yeah. fucking lit. It's in yeah. But I just I don't know. I feel I've always thought going to this festival and I've seen like. The, the optics of ultra and you're like in the middle of a city there's skyscrapers all around yeah you. man and like it's just like, a completely Miami, different feeling so you're on yeah. the beach too yeah like 10 minutes away from you so exactly like it, the festivals being in a city compared to like an open like fairgrounds or polo grounds or something like that right. it's a completely different vibe yeah you know what i mean yeah i feel like just for some reason i just want to party more in a I city know. you know i just want to be yeah, a bar hop, like, there's just people you know there's people around exactly so there's something to do exactly no matter yeah. where you go what street you turn down so all right so transitioning because there's another festival that you've been to that i haven't been to yeah then, then we can get into 
into some of our shared experiences. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for that. We just had yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Um, but you've been to Bottle Rock. Yeah, and you went to Bottle Rock last year, twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. um, and like you kind of you had a unique way of going to Bottle Rock. Go ahead. Yeah, share. so I mean, backstory, like he said, he introduced me. Like I, I work for a company that does basically all the tenting for Bottle Rock, um, and it's kind of a weird plug. plug industry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Never would have thought I'd been in this industry, but my background basically revolves around project management, events, customer service, things of that nature. So when I fell into this role. Um, they were basically like, we need you to go out there and kind of help manage this project or even just learn it. So that way next year you can, you know, you can yeah. be like the point person, yeah. basically like a foreman, um, interact with the customer and stuff like that and lead the crew and make sure everything goes smoothly and everybody has a great experience at Bottle Rock, yeah. you know? So I was there. Okay. First of all, people don't realize how long it takes to set all this stuff up. I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. People think that it just happens in like a week and like, Oh, we go to a festival and it all comes down. No, this took a month to set up everything over a month I think for three days for three days for three days of music and like experience you know what I mean but that's why it's so expensive because you pay for that experience so no um so basically yeah what I did is I got a working pass and I was able to go I worked from like eight to three eight to four didn't really do much but I was there as kind of like an on-call person and then after four o'clock hit everybody basically was off the clock and just had it had a great time enjoyed the festival That's you know cool. how to change a shirt like you know it's changed on my shirt did that, so. did that make you enjoy it more the fact that you i think like, I, I think i saw more than what obviously the normal festival goer would yeah. see because i had a working pass so i was able to go into vip i was able to go oh, into okay, food okay. vendor tents i was able to go backstage like i was able to go into the artist dressing rooms type of thing yeah. so it was a it was it was a different <laughs> experience you know what i mean because i basically saw the entire festival whereas people normally see the food or the stage you know what i mean yeah like those areas i was so pissed off with you because you didn't even want i didn't go. even want to go you yeah so i mean oh, backstory okay. like i like now going to bottle rock i do enjoy it like yeah. i do enjoy the experience it is a completely different experience than most What's the festivals setup like 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 describe the scene the environment like are you in a field is it trees yeah like, so i mean bottle rock they basically have um they also have three different stages they have okay. two two big stages um one on the left polo field one on the right polo field okay. or the greens you know what i mean yeah. And then in the middle, you have all your food, all your alcohol, everything of that nature. And there's also a VIP back there in the middle. Okay. So it basically splits the two stages. Okay. And like it's kind of like an H. If you were to imagine an yeah. H, you have a stage with a field, yeah. stage with a field. And then that line in the middle has like yeah. another just line of bars and food and stuff. And then that cool. third stage, which is where like obviously all the up and coming artists play, DJs, stuff like that, yeah. um, is just like basically in the back. Okay. It's, it's basically, it's basically like I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. So you got the two, the two stages are basically parallel to each other. You know what I mean? Just on separate sides of the field. And then if you go all the way back, it's on the other side of the the polo fields, other side of the the grounds. So it's cool. It added like I think they did that to take away from the sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because one stage was pointing one way, obviously on one side. Other stage was pointing directly down the middle. So no sound basically was able to drown out the other artists performing. And then um, it was so funny because when I was there, I actually, I don't remember who the headliner was because I didn't go to see him. <laughs> like I watched R.L. Grime for a little bit because okay. he was there too. I was about to ask him, and then I think he was. Yeah. And then I kind of like kind of ditched him and then went to, because uh, I've seen him like three or yeah. four times. Love R.L. Grime. He's from R. LA, repping LA. I'm from LA. But um, <laughs> R.L.'s dope, man. I he is dope. And then he used to have a, uh, a pseudonym called Clockwork. Yeah, yeah. Where he did different style of EDM. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him, I've seen Clockwork. So I technically, 
I've seen R.O. Grime a person like yeah. perform, but I didn't see him perform under R.O. Grime. Yeah. So and um, but yeah. So me and my buddy that I was working with at the time, there was like this silent disco DJ. I think it was like uh something Panda, it's like Red Panda. <laughs> or, I, I forgot what it was. Yeah. Um, but it was just a silent DJ. And Hodor from Game of Thrones was DJing next to him, bro. Shut the fuck Swear up, to God, bro. dude. Swear to God. So fucking random. <laughs> he was literally. We all had our headphones on. Everybody knows what a silent disco is now at this point. Um. And we all had our headphones on. He literally stops the music in the middle of like a beat building. Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck? He's like, hey, y'all, I just wanted to like, you know, give a shout out to my main man, Hodor. Like, he's going to come out here and DJ with me. Y'all switch channels and give him some love. And I was like, no way. No so way. everybody started screaming, right? Because everybody loves Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, hold the door. Hold the door. <laughs> this man died for nothing, for anyways. Nothing. But man, he served his purpose. I know. But, um, spoilers, <laughs> but, um, anyways, we all switch and he's kind of just has this like little house vibe going. And then we all screamed when he came out and it was supposed to be silent because the headliner was performing at the main stage oh. and he was like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like y'all gotta be quiet. And then we were like, oh shit. And then we all switched back to his, yeah. his, his station. So, damn. but yeah, I mean, Wait. just bottle rock in general, it, it's a good vibe. I've only been one day yeah. and like being there for a month straight like obviously i didn't really care to go because i was just we were working so yeah. much just to there's it's just so much work and that goes napa, on right? it's in napa yeah okay. at the fairgrounds in it or the polo fields yeah. and it's just so much work that goes into it like the production the lighting the sound yeah. the tenting the vendors like the look of the fields like everything yeah, exactly. you know what i mean all the, the maintenance and stuff like that the groundskeeping yeah. like and people come you know obviously it gets destroyed but that's the whole point right, right? so um but yeah, once I, I'm glad I went once I did. And looking at the lineup now, I know like Stevie Nicks is headlining and then Red Hot Chili Peppers is headlining. Yeah. So I would love to go see Red Hot Chili Peppers. I kind of grew up on them, mm-hmm. like in my alternative rock, like <laughs> angsty teenage phase. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, so um, that would be dope. But I mean, we'll see. That's I don't cool. know. I do have a wedding I have to go to that weekend, too. <laughs> so we'll see if I can yeah. finesse a little something. Uh, you know me. Uh, it's in Sac. Oh, I yeah. Say, it's in Napa, bro. Just no, try. it's in Sac. So I might, I might, we might go Friday or Sunday if I get tickets. We'll right. see or a discount because I'll be out there. I'm, ass, I'm assuming this so year too. So what's the what's the okay? Now we'll we'll get off of just um, Bottle Rock and Cap yeah. City or Cap Hill Capital. party. What's a favorite or your favorite festival that you've been to? Honestly, man. So <clears throat> my first actual festival was Snuggle. Mm, my okay, first yeah. actual festival is snow globe how and is like, that we can compare we can compare yeah we can kind of get into this but um i mean it was good but like different for me at the same time because it's not what i'm expecting right yeah. like so the year i went to snow globe it was basically mud globe like there was no <laughs> snow it was like below freezing but there was no precipitation no snow no anything so i'm walking around in snow boots so just to re- like to get to catch everybody up yeah. Um, if you don't know what Snow Globe is, and I explained it uh, in the last in the previous episode with Mark, um, it's a three day festival in Lake Tahoe at the end of the year. So the last three days of the year, New Year's 29th, Eve, yeah, thirtieth, and then New Year's Eve. Uh, and so it's in the mountains, and that's hence Snow Globe. Yeah. Um, and so you can get, and then I'll let you. I'll, I'll, slide it back to you but you can get mud you can mm-hmm. get snow you really don't know what you're in for yeah. that year so like i just came back from tahoe um yesterday okay and there's like two feet of snow in yeah. tahoe so like i don't know what it was you know for new year's eve but if it was anything like i just experienced it i'm like it would have been a completely different experience for mm-hmm. me you know what mm-hmm. i mean so yeah 
Um, but that was that was one of the most interesting festivals, and it was my first. It was yeah. different, you know. It was my first for a lot of things, but <laughs> but um, hey, bro, yeah, yeah. I, I talked about yeah my yeah mishaps, mishaps <laughs> downfalls, but um, but no, it was like it was a great experience. I had nothing but good vibes. But yeah. my favorite festival is just I think my favorite concerts in general, music to listen to is country. My favorite okay. is country music. Okay. You know what I mean? And um. But I listen to all genres of music, obviously, from, you know, just listening to this podcast. Bottle Rock is very different from Snow Globe. Snow Globe is very different from Stagecoach. Stagecoach is very different from, like, Outside Lands. You know what I mean? So, but it's all about vibes. So, and to me, you know what I mean? I hated country growing up. Hated it. I got to college, bro, and sack turned me sack turned me into like a country loving they call us a cow town cow town you know i don't know why yeah out here (laughs) what it do baby (laughs) but um yeah Yeah, so i mean stagecoach was probably like it's just the music man like people just vibe to country music nobody really cares about what you're doing like you know everybody has stagecoach is down in in um Stagecoach is, yeah, SoCal in Palm Springs or Indio, and it's the same venue as Coachella. Mm. So I've never been to Coachella. I know you have a couple disappointing stories about Coachella. We can talk about those, too. What's what's Coachella about? (laughs) No. um, I know about that festival. Coachella, I mean, it's kind of always been on the radar. I feel like it's always on people's radar. But to me... I really don't care about Coachella at all. It's so like mainstream now. And like, I would go this year for Frank Ocean. I'm just about to say, I would go. I've really thought about this. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal on air right now my Coachella plan for 2020. Uh I'm really thinking. No, this is set in stone now. (laughs) I'm really thinking that I might mob down on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Literally leave here, leave Sac like 4 a.m. Mob down, pull up noon. Go to the festival, and then after the festival, just go smash to L.A., crash at my brother's place. Oh, okay. I was like, not back to SAC. No. That's what I did. On Sunday night? From from Stagecoach. You smashed back Sunday Mm -hmm. night. Yeah, all night. it was bad. Oh, dude. So if, if I would, if I were to advise anybody that's going to a three day festival, don't leave on Sunday. Like, just don't do it. Take that day off of work on Monday. Like, just or take you a half day. Work? Yes, bro. Well, I was supposed to. <laughs> I was supposed to. Okay, so this is what happened. It's very dangerous. But <clears throat> I went to Stagecoach for my first time last year. It was an amazing, amazing time. It was definitely my most favorite festival that I've ever been to so far. Close second is Outside Lands, but we can talk about that okay. later. But yeah. um. Stagecoach basically all three days, obviously drunk all three days, super fatigued, like dehydrated, like it's super hot. It was like 900, or it was like 900, (laughs) 90 degrees. It felt like 900 degrees. Um, And our idea was because we had two other people in the car with us that had to go to work the next day or had to be back or go to school or whatever have you, right? So I was like, I didn't take, I didn't take work off. So I volunteered to drive. We left at like one in the morning. From from Southern from, California. From the middle of the desert. From the middle of the desert going back to Sacramento. It's an eight, nine hour drive, right? Yes. So I'm like going down the grapevine. I make it to the grapevine and over the grapevine in like two hours. Highly illegal. Don't ever do it. But because <laughs> I was mobbing. Yo, there was the streets were empty. I just drove that. You smashed that shit in, in two, two hours. hours. <laughs> I went from I went from yeah, Palm Springs over the grapevine basically, really? coming down, coming down it in like an hour and a half, two hours, and I actually got pulled over and Oh, that's what that that's was. That's what for. that was. So I was basically like this is so like kind of scary and like my friends in the car knew too but like i was basically kind of falling asleep so i woke i like woke myself up by playing like some uh like edm music like some house music kind of vibe bob my head keep me awake and i'm going down the hill my 
foot isn't even on the gas yeah, and, you're and hitting 95, I'm hitting 95 bro and he <laughs> lights me up and I'm in my friend's dad's car so his windows were hella tinted I couldn't see anything I didn't even know he was following me in a black and white you know pulls me over he's like you know how fast you're going and I was like like 80 <laughs> like, he's like nah your average is like 86 and your high was like 93 Ooh. and i was like oh and he's like you've been drinking tonight i still have my drink wristbands on but i hadn't drank that whole day it was from the whole weekend yeah, yeah. and um i was like nah these are just from the weekend he's like okay i see you got three of them I'm like well yeah i was in line i got one but I, like i really had not drank that yeah. whole day so okay um, <laughs> okay. I was just hella tired. So he basically, he writes me up. He's like, look, I'm not going to clock you for 93 because I could suspend your license, but I'm going to give Jeez, you a ticket. Can really? Yeah, he could have because it was 20 over the limit. So I was like, all right, well, I appreciate you. Like, he's like, do you have any questions? I'm like, nah, I don't care. Like, I just wanted to get home. Yeah. So if any festival goers that have a long drive or a long trip, like after their experience of, you know, a weekend and yeah. full weekend of being, you know, drunk and stupid and fun. <laughs> Don't don't travel on don't Sunday. Drive home don't do anything on Sunday. Morning. Go to sleep. Wake up the next morning and get home. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why my plan is to smash to L.A. How far yeah. do you think L.A. Like L.A. is like an hour and a half from from Palm Springs. Yeah. Yeah, like hour half two hours. Yeah. That's what I said. Like so, the fact that I made it over the grapevine in under two hours was wild, yeah. yeah, and it was raining. It was just yeah. Dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just gets worse. OP, I, bro. OP, I know. I know. Yeah. Nah, everybody knows about this shit. So. <laughs> that shit sucks. Yeah. No. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna do Coachella this year. Like, I mean, I might be down to go with you. We'll see. But I mean, your your past two years have been um, listen man. very unlucky. Listen, man. <laughs> We're past that. Are we past <laughs> that? Right, okay, past not, not even, not even gonna, present, not even gonna give the people a background story. The power of now. <laughs> <laughs> the, somebody should read that book. You know, the power book. of now. Nah, man. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> it's okay. I'm we, I know. Uh, we I'm don't need to get that. into it. I, I good vibes I'm, only. Good I'm, vibes exactly. only. Exactly. This is this is the good vibes episode. Exactly. Only. Good only. vibes, baby. Yeah. Um, what else did I want to talk about? talked about stagecoach the shared experiences yes okay. so i mean maybe we should touch down maybe like right now just, on just get into it on outside lounge <laughs> all right so <laughs> can, can no i problem. ain't no problem ain't no problem can i just what do you want to say can Go i ahead. just start this conversation yeah. about how the morning started with us mm. Mm. You can okay, because it's all part of the experience, right? It it's is. from it's from start of like wherever wherever you're staying at, whoever you're staying at with the group, yeah. or however far you have to travel. That's the whole part of festival going, exactly. right? It's not just the festival no. that we're talking about. And I, yeah. I hope if people there, are listening to this, back. yeah, it's the journey. Like if yeah. people are listening to this, hoping to just hear about the festival experiences, I'm like, there's so many other things <laughs> that make festivals what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, but basically, like I I live in Sacramento, and um, Avery was in Oakland. Staying at his cousin's, yeah, cousin's house cousin's with house. his younger brother and his brother's friend. Yeah. So I drove from SAC to Richmond to pick up our friend Xavier. And then we drove from Richmond into Oakland to pick him up. He, I'm not going to get into the backstory, but he got stuck basically in the house. He couldn't leave. I'll tell you, it's because, so my, where I was staying, my cousin, she runs a daycare or yeah, she runs yeah. a daycare out of her home and she just start. she had just started this business probably weeks prior to showing up. So she tells us that, okay, I'm going to have a potential, you know, uh, family coming in to mm -hmm. see the spot. 
and they want to take a tour of the place. So mm-hmm. they're coming in, mom, dad, and little kid. Yeah. And so, very little kid, very like little baby kid. stroller, little kid. So like <laughs> when I go out, when you pull up, yeah, th- I'm gonna take over the story. Yeah, good. I'm just giving it to you. When bro. you pull up, Try I'm to... like, cool, bet. I'm ready to go. I walk out, drop my stuff in the car, and then. I start to see some people walking down the street, and it looks like mom, dad, and little little kid. Little kid. And so I'm like, mm, shit, let me go <laughs> in and grab my brother and his friend because I'm not trying to get caught in this bitch. And sure enough, as soon as I walk in, like, I walk in to go get my brother and his friend, and they're still, like, she's in the in the bathroom, mm-hmm. like, getting her shit done, yeah. up hair. And, and I'm like, yo, we got to go. <laughs> And sure enough, as soon as I say, yo, we got to go, and I'm like, oh, shit. And my cousin is like, yo, y'all got to get in the back room now. Yeah. And I'm just like, but my ride is outside. (laughs) But my ride is outside. But like my ride is outside. Yeah, I know. And, dude, it, it, it. I'm sorry. I have, I'm gonna apologize. No, right it's here totally again. fine. Yeah, uh, it ended up being on air. An I love hour, it. Yeah, an hour that hour. this family was walking around the spot, talking to my cousin, asking her all these questions, mm-hmm. and I'd even tried to jump out the window. Like I tried to escape <laughs> through the window, but man, sent me a picture, bro. Barred windows <laughs> were barred. Like I could not. I literally was trapped. I could not be if I wanted to. Yeah. And that's how the day started. This is that's like, how the day like 10 o'clock, started. 11 o'clock in the morning. My first outside lands experience. And this it, yeah, is how the day that's started. That's the funniest part too. That's the funniest part. First time going First time. And yeah. So long story short, he finally makes it out of the house. The family leaves. The fa- okay, this is this is the other thing I was kind of upset about. The family leaves and then him and his brother and his brother's friend walk out right behind the family. So like they they knew they they were in the house like it didn't like I don't know I don't know I let it go it's it's in the past but <laughs> the point is we get in the car I give him the silent treatment like basically twenty minutes onto the freeway and we're we're driving into the city to my yeah. friend's house that lives uh, up the street from Golden Gate Park where Outside Lands is yeah. and um anyways it's all fun it's all games or whatever he you know he he helps me out later and then um <laughs> I mean yeah we just kind of go into the festival it was me and Xavier that went in first right. and I'm gonna be honest like. Outside lands is not what I expected. Really? You know what I mean? Well, I was thinking like people have told me very different stories about outside lands. So like I had a couple friends from school that I don't think, you know, they were in the business program that told me like outside lands was one of the craziest festivals they've ever been to. And it might've just been the lineup that they went. I don't really know that's like the backstory, but I was expecting like crazy stuff. And like me, me and Xavier were already kind of faded. You know what I mean? And we basically started watching one artist after another, like at like two o'clock, yeah. three o'clock. And it did not stop. Like we were constantly walking around. And I think, so I said stagecoach is my favorite festival just because it's just a constant party. People don't care. People are really like fun and genuine yeah. for the most part. Outside lands, the venue, I think the venue is the best festival venue I have ever been to in, in all my experiences. And I don't think it's going to be topped anytime soon. Unless I go to like a very different venue and it just obviously, right? Like you know, blows me like blows me away. Like that festival, like on the beach or something. Yeah, like it would have to be something really extravagant. And I've been to like parties and DJs and stuff like on the beach, like in Thailand they have that stuff, and like that was that was wild too. But like I mean, outside lands in general, the venue is like unbeaten because it's it's like like a calm fifty five sixty degrees. 
you know, you're around uh, like thousands of people. Yeah. It's super hot. Like people, nobody cares. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's super nice. Like, and that's just festival culture. Yeah. Um, but at night when the headliners came on, it was Flume and then Childish Gambino. That was probably the like single hand, like best experience of like watching how like it got dark and misty and then all yeah. the lights lit up the trees and yes. behind the stage with all the dry ice and smoke that was coming off from the performers along with the music because we were standing right underneath the speaker like in the first like yeah. i guess that second row that second tier in the in the crowd yep. and man un untouched Dude. like it's i don't think it's ever gonna be like even close it's almost it's like you know like you you go to enough festivals and you start to feel like yo there's a certain like magic at that festival there is. like there's a there's a vibe like you said the energy every single one has a different one yeah you know what i mean there's yeah. always a single moment that you go to these festivals unless you're just like the most boring person in the world right and just every person uh, yeah just not observing just there because you're <laughs> basic but every single festival has that moment where people were like this is it this is the vibe yep. you know what i mean yep. this is what this festival brings yep. or this experience brings and that was my moment right there yeah and it was like right at the end of flume Dude. when it got a little bit dark right it's like that yeah that's right at the 6 30 like, like in august and summer it yeah, starts to get a little francisco bit in too. san francisco so it's like and they say i mean that's the phrase no, there's nothing colder than a san francisco summer oh my so god so you're like yeah. you're, you're you're so comfortable because you're used to being at festivals where it's hot you're right. sweating you got to take your clothes off yeah here gotta cool down you need water packs yeah, you know yeah. what i mean for the heat not for other reasons <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah we're talking weather here weather guys, guys come on <laughs> And, but, and ladies, excuse and ladies. me. Let me be PC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you're so you're at outside lands, and and like those elements don't apply because not it at all. Is, not like at you all. Said, it's like sixty degrees, sixty-five degrees. Yeah. So I could be in a t-shirt. I was in t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, you could be in a sweatshirt. I think you were in like yeah, in like a like a light jacket, jacket and that you yeah you definitely took off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I just needed to take it off. Yeah, it was, it was getting it's getting a little hot. But a real talk. There, the day that we went mm -hmm. had the most attendees. Yeah, I was gonna hit festival. that too. Yeah, yeah, so Childish, or like I guess when Childish was performing that transition from Flume, yeah. they have this picture and it's just a sea of people, and it was like over 50,000 people, I think. Yeah, and it was just at that stage yeah. on that day, right. and it was the most, I guess, yeah. in the history of Outside Lands yeah. and since its existence, right. since its and beginning. It's been so, 12, 13 years. Yeah. And that Saturday had 190,000 people. Really? Just on Saturday. No way. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And That's so, kind of, wow. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah. And like, because for me, and and you know people that have been that I know that have been before mm -hmm. we were all kind of feeling like yo this it's this crowded. is like yeah it like it felt crowded and see you would know that because that was my first time right. out at Outside Land yeah. so and so I mean there's but there's still even with as crowded as it was there's still space to move plenty around. of space like, you could lay that down. park is huge it's huge that park is insane yeah and so the best part is but like, it didn't even feel that big no you know what I mean like between the stages and everything like it did not feel that big. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, and but there's, still there's like four or five stages. Plenty of space, man. Plenty of space. It's so. a vibe, bro. It's like, a straight vibe. And so, like, like you said, you go with the right people. I know our day started off a little rough. A little rough, but, <laughs> but honestly, it got it got to the point of where like nothing else really mattered because I was with my boys. Yeah. I was with a good group, and we were watching one of our favorite artists. Yeah, I think yeah. you know that Boom, we can agree and on. And yeah, Gambino too. and Gambino, man. So, this I mean, is America. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I love it too because every time I go, 
it's always like I'm running into people. Like always. you know this dude. There's hella I know. Sexy I man. know. I you, saw you, like, like five people. Like, oh yeah. You know. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like every. It's just like a Northern California just reunion. Kind just, of. Yeah. You know, and now I can say you're part of that crew now. Oh yeah, you easily. Know? I'm going back. So just, I mean, another little side note. My company is actually going to bid for Outside Lands this year. So um, whenever we get that request, I'll be like the head salesperson on that and main project manager. So um, I know we got we got Aftershock this past year, too, which is a rock festival, which I I didn't attend. But um, I do want to go next year because I had Omari. Yeah, Omari's. Yeah. uh, On this podcast, because they they're into that. Yeah. 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 So I would definitely want to go it's like it's hard rock is a completely different vibe. You know what I mean? Completely different vibe. I would not be in that crowd, yeah. but I would definitely go because a, like I grew up on rock music. Yeah. Basically, that was like my, my first just, introduction to music was rock. Did they just uh, introduced as a uh, headliner. Somebody big, Metallica. Bro. Metallica. Metallica. Yes. That's why I want to go. So yeah. they're going to be doing that next year. And like, and so just to give you companies, uh, doing that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping so. Yeah. So I think we will because we got it for the first time last year and our, our warehouse basically where we house all of our inventories in West Sacramento. So it's basically, it's just like on the 80 up five and that's it. It's like a five mile drive off Garden Highway. So like if we needed anything, they could have it within minutes, you know? So it's kind of it's kind of like a perfect relationship and it's the same with outside lands. Like they're in Golden Gate Park. It's like an hour 30 drive. We just basically ship everything there, have everything we need and you know, just, just rock it out. So just to give everybody like kind of perspective, bottle rock takes a month, month and a half to set up for most companies. Mm -hmm. Aftershock, outside lands, um, snow globe would be like a week and a half. So consider, yeah, just, just from like the actual production and what they have there. So like every different festival is obvious, it's different, right? So the size of what, yeah, different companies, different vendors, different, I guess, emphasis that they put on um, you know, what people want, what they want their attendees to experience. So bottle rock is like, you know, it's kind of got that hippie, like old school vibe. So it's like big on food, you know, big on experiences, big on like, uh, external, like, like they had the cooking shows and stuff like that. I love the cooking shows. Yeah. Yeah, man. I have yet to go to one, but I'm sure I will. Um, but yeah, so like when you go to these festivals, like outside lands is big on music you know what i mean and like also the venue you really don't need that much i guess tenting or vendors because right. you're in san francisco yeah. you know so same with uh, same with snow globe like it's at a college right it's at a college yeah. um campus Tahoe, yeah. yeah tallest city college or whatever and um like they're not gonna put like a huge emphasis on food and everything because they need like one big tent house all the food and beer and mm-hmm. You know, that's it. Same with like it would just be mostly production stages yeah. and all the all the external stuff. So like yeah. Ferris wheels, backdrops, you know, like that kind of stuff that festivals put into it. So um yeah. Bottle Rock is a monster as far as experience goes. You know what I mean? They that's really, cool. really put in the time and the dedication to make sure that their I guess fan base, the people that go to these festivals year in and year out, like continue coming. Yeah. So they literally put a lot of money into it and you get you get that experience and you see it and you feel it. That's yeah That's so i'm hoping i'm hoping okay. we get outside lands this year because yeah. if we if i get outside lands this year i'm gonna try and yeah i'm gonna try and hook some people up so see what i can do cool bro. yeah yeah man that's cool i i like i think bottle rock is one that i really want to get to soon mm-hmm. um i think i mean we talked about like ultra but just the west coast just has like a good vibe of festivals it's yeah that, it's um, it's really up there yeah. you know what i mean like from from north to south, 
Really though. Like even San Diego, like San Diego has like Cross, cross yeah. Dude, really the Bay cross. Area, like there's another like Audiotistic, Audio you know, Rolling Loud, loud. yeah. <laughs> so it's just like yeah, it's you know, it's kind of like the home or I guess is the hub for for music festivals. It's becoming that. You know what sure. I mean? There are a couple like outside of the West Coast, a little bit outside the West Coast. I want to go to like Red Rock. They have like a country music festival. What, what are some festivals that Red Rock? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Is that a country festival? Yeah, it's like Country Thunder or something. No, I think it's in, oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Rock is in, yeah. So um, there's that one. There is, I mean, EDC, but I just, I really don't know. I think EDC is kind of on the same level as Coachella for me now. Um, I think they're so big that if I'm going to pay to go, like, I'm just going to go to enjoy it. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm still, I mean, I'm still young. Like, me and my girlfriend still like going to music festivals and concerts. Mm -hmm. So it's like. we're gonna like we're gonna go and have fun you know what i mean like if i'm gonna pay all that money i'm gonna see every single person that i possibly can because it's worth it but 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 it's worth it 10 to 12 people in a three-day span that you probably pay 50 60 70 yeah individually individually. so like any yeah so anybody that complains about festival pricing either one is not planning for it enough or two is just flat out broke because I'm going to be honest, like it, it pays for itself. Even if yeah. you only know, like, say, six, six to eight people on a daily lineup of 20 artists, mm-hmm. that alone will cover, like, That's what I'm saying. Your, your weekend. So, yeah. like, Stagecoach, I've been paying for it. I just paid, shows. yeah, I just paid, uh, like, my last monthly installment for Stagecoach. Mm-hmm. And the total ticket was like 350 but I started paying on it back in July. Yeah. So, it's like, I really didn't even know that. Like, you know, it didn't really affect me at all. And then I got my last confirmation email this weekend when I was in Tahoe. I was like, oh, let's go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to Sage Coach yeah. now. So, um, I really want to go to Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. Dude, yeah. There's back. one up in uh, Mendocino called Northern Lights. Ooh. Yeah. And I feel like it, I don't know, but I feel like it's definitely like it's like the EDM house music, kind of more of that hippie vibe. Um, and yeah, it's up in Mendocino. Have you ever heard of um, there's one in Washington? called it's on um, memorial day weekend every year oh. oh um um oh wow yeah, it's at the gorge bumper shoot no no. No, 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 no no maybe it's not washington it might be oregon but it's up at the gorge amphitheater wherever that is up in the pacific northwest you gotta look it up now, i mean yeah now sasquatch. i have to sasquatch, sasquatch. yeah i have heard about it yeah and i really want to go to that yeah that looks crazy because mm-hmm. you're like you're in this gorge which is a natural like valley that's up in Washington, mm-hmm. I think. And so the view is insane because it's like all amphitheater style. Yeah. And like, cause it has that natural hill. Exactly. I've seen it. I've seen it. Have you ever seen that movie 21 and over? Yeah. Yeah. At the yeah. very end, he's like, we're going to the gorge, bro. Oh, I think, I think that's exactly. it. That's the only reason I know what it is or what it looks <laughs> like. And it, it hell of a good movie, yeah, but it's a good ass movie. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, just, Festivals in general, like, they definitely pay for themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people will be like, oh, $1,000 on a weekend, that's so expensive. I'm like, it's really not if you if you look at it. Yeah. And you're and you're getting to travel. Like, $1,000 is everything. So that's like housing split between right. a good group of friends, the ticket, the travel, yeah. the food. You know what I mean? Like, if you want, you really want to, like, enjoy a festival, like, yeah. budget 1000 bucks and you'll be fine. Like, maybe even not. You can budget. You can budget even less. And I've done, I've done more for less, like, all yeah. the time. So... Start making friends in all over the all over the fucking country. So yeah, yeah, it is in Washington. Yeah, it's in Grant County, Grant Washington. County. Yeah, okay. yeah, dude, that one looks super dope. Man. 
But yeah, man. Well, thank you, dude. This yeah. has been fun. Yeah, been, no. I'm looking forward to doing this. With this you. has been real fun. And I guarantee this is not going to be like our last, I guess, you know, discussion know. because no, we're going to go we're going to yeah. go to a lot more we festivals, do, I think. We got to do another one on probably more festivals in like 2 years. Yeah. We have like a shit ton more that we can Yeah. Accomplish. But I'm going to have you back cuz we're going to do this travel uh travel Yeah, episode. man. So I mean, you can even incorporate that into you know, festival going that's, because that's most, yeah, because most people go to festivals outside of the city that they're in, unless you're blessed enough to be able to afford to live in San Francisco or LA, you know what I mean? Right. There's a ton of festivals going on basically every three months, almost mm-hmm. like if you think about it, Pretty much. and then, um, oh, there's another one in SoCal countdown for New Year's yeah. Eve. There's yeah. hard Flog-Not. summer, flog knot. There's just so many, yeah. man. Hard summer was technically my first, uh, really? Yeah, first oh, festival. do you want to touch base on that real quick? Bro. <laughs> Dude, we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Like, I was 18. This is, like, a while back. Yeah. And we mobbed down from uh, from SAC, me and three homies. Mm-hmm. And we're going to this festival. Hard summer, too. And, like, it's primarily, like, an EDM Yeah, that's like, all it festival. is. Festival. That's all it is. Like, they, they might had, throw a random. That I was about to say. Kid. They might throw a random rap artist yeah. in there, a rock artist. Like, I think last year, like, Kid Cudi was there, which right. is why I bought a ticket. Right. While I was at Stagecoach. <laughs> And then I was literally still hurting from Stagecoach Weekend Wild. that I had to sell it because it's in August. Wow. Yeah, but I but mean. Yeah, so and so I went to Hard Summer, had no idea what we were doing. And um, basically, like, we were just going down there with the intention of, like, smoking hella tree yeah. and being stoned the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, not the vibe. <laughs> not know, the like, vibe. Not for that Not for that. <laughs> Definitely Bro, not. Bro, you went the opposite Dude, direction. I, okay, you wanted... <laughs> I saw somebody rolling for the oh, first yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Scared the fuck out of me. Scared bro. you? Yeah. Like his eyeballs. Well, bro, you never know what people are going to do when no. they're. Dude, I just, I saw his eyeballs. That's yeah. why I was scared. These shits were bouncing. Straight, straight black. Boom, yeah. Boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, 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 just like beating. And I was like, yo, what is that? <laughs> I was not woke. <laughs> I was not. I was not like, about that life. What is going on here? Yeah. So, but yeah, that that was like the funniest, the funniest moment. Is like, yeah, that was and that was the first stage we went to. Like, we got there first day, like got mm-hmm. into the crowd, and this dude, like, it's a group of them. He's right. got no shirt on, got yeah. his sunglasses on. Yeah, lifts his sunglasses, turns around to look for his friends. Yeah, and I'm telling you, yeah. I just we, I saw it, eyes saw with it into he his didn't soul. Lock eyes with nothing. His yeah. eyes weren't locked on anything. <laughs> like impossible to lock on anything. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, it is scary, too, because, like, people will do that stuff. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I'm a saint. But people right. will do that stuff in 100-degree weather. Yeah, people right. don't realize that that festival is in August. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like it's a hundred degrees, and you're on blacktop. <laughs> you're on you're, blacktop. you're at a, a racetrack, so yeah. it's like people will do that, not knowing that their body probably is not going to be able to handle that because they don't know how they're going to react to it. Right. And like, actually, I'm just like, a la- I mean, last party message is like, if you guys are going to do that stuff, be safe. Like, yeah. be with a good group. Like, you know what I mean. Always have water on you. Do never, like, never not have water on you, no matter where you go. I don't care if you're at snow globe, you're in the snow. Obviously, right. you're wearing hella layers. You right. know what I mean. So it's like you can be in negative degrees or you can be in hundred degrees. Yeah. Still be careful because you drink never water. know what you drink water because you never know exact. It's kind of a message for you too. You never know what you're, what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? So, for real. On that note, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in to this uh, this episode of the Total Culture Festival.